everybody. Welcome to episode number 124 of the Debt Free Dad podcast. So as always, when I come across interesting articles, uh, I got to share them here. And <laughs> I'm going to share one here today. And I came across this article that featured a recent study. And the headline read, 45% of millennials have no idea how much money is in their bank account. And I was like, what? Even I was shocked by this. We are going to react to this study and some of the points that this study brings up, and we're going to share our thoughts. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast, where we're helping normal, everyday people learn how to save money and kick debt so they can live a happier and stress-free life. Now, here's your host, Debt-Free Dad, Brad Nelson. Hey, 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 how is everyone doing today? You can find me on Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search Brad Nelson, Debt Free Dad. And uh, welcome to today's show. So glad that you guys are joining us. And remember to get all the resources, show notes, and links for today's show, including our popular Life Without Payments free workshop. You can head over to balancesense.com forward slash 124. That's B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D-C-E-N-T-S.com forward slash one, two, four. So today we're going to be reacting to this article I came across and, and to kind of give you guys a little bit of an idea as to everything that's covered. I'm going to read this. It's not a very long article, but uh, I, I just wanted to read some of the facts that they found in this and this survey. Uh, pretty eye-opening stuff. Um, so guys, before we get to some of the points here, I'm going to share this real quick and then uh, I'd love to I'd love to get your take on some of this stuff. So here is the article. Uh, the article, again, is titled, 45% of Millennials Have No Idea How Much Money Is In Their Bank Account. This uh, article is written by Chris Malore, uh, studyfinds.org, and uh, via Nexstar Media Wire. It was uh, actually just posted not that long ago on March 13th, uh, 2022. Uh, so it says this. It says, checking in on their finances is the one of the last things on these millennials' minds. A survey examining how 2,000 millennials manage their money reveals the average young adult spends nearly 150 more hours a year scrolling through social media than actually monitoring their finances. That's not the only activity they seem to prioritize ahead of their cash or lack thereof. I like that little dig there. <laughs> They're also more likely to play with their pets or search for a new TV show to stream than checking on their money every week. In fact... Being on top of their finances came last on the list of activities millennials spend time doing, including, by the way, this is a good question. It's a, it's, it is a valid one deciding what's for dinner. I mean, that, I mean, that's on everybody's, that's on everyone's <laughs> list, right? But this last one, it came last. Guess what came before it? Caring for their house plants. <laughs> wow. And they're just, again, rating their activities. Finances came last. Even after caring for houseplants, that's that's fascinating. I mean, some people love their plants, though, Brad. <laughs> yeah, they do. Hey, I love plants, too. There's nothing wrong with them. I'm just, we're setting the tone here. Why <laughs> are finances not going so well for so many people? Well, this might be why. You may have amazing flower in your house, but... Yeah. All right. <laughs> Finances appear to be a touchy subject for millennials, with more than a quarter of respondents admitting they only check their bank account balance once a week, 27%. Nearly half are unsure of the amount of money currently in their bank accounts, which is 45%. 
Conducted by one poll in partnership with Upwise, the survey found that the ease of making payments automatically may actually be contributing to the lack of awareness around their finances. Millennials use their cell phones, tablets, or computers to enroll on average of five monthly bills on autopay, an automatic pay system used to track monthly costs. More than half of the respondents who use feature use this feature admit they rely on auto pay to pay their bills, 57%, because of its convenience. 45% says it helps them save money, 39% because they have fewer worries about making late payments. Four in five millennials say they're more likely to make impulsive purchases because they trust auto pay and will keep track of their bills. 81% of people feel that way. They're more likely to make impulsive purchases because they feel auto pay will keep track of their bills. This may explain why millennials are looking to take control of their finances. In fact, more than half, 51% say that they would feel more in control of their finances if they relied less on auto pay and three quarters don't want to rely on others for money. That is fascinating. Uh, The article goes on to read a little bit more about the pandemic. It says four and five also think it's important to develop good financial habits at a young age, but it's not too late for those looking to be more in control of their finances now. Uh, Here's a quote, taking control of your finances isn't just a matter of keeping up with your monthly expenses. It's also about taking a proactive role in managing and developing healthy money habits, says Jen Kishel, vice president of Upwise at MetLife in a statement. People tend to underestimate their expenses, especially when using auto pay. This is why it is essential to take a holistic assessment of your finances on a regular basis. Now, to keep track of their debt and savings, people are turning to financial planners, 50%. Heck, we sell a financial planner. It's called the Totally Awesome Debt Freedom Planner. Uh, They rely on finance apps, 48%, or trying to stick to a good uh, old-fashioned monthly budget. 62% of those who've experienced increased debt during the pandemic have seen an additional $10,000 added to their debt versus 54% of respondents who have seen that amount added to their savings. Managing your finances doesn't have to be as intimidating or overwhelming as it seems. Tools such as financial wellness apps can be powerful resources to help take actions that lead to confidence and greater sense of control. Everyone deserves to feel good about their finances. Little steps can help free up the next hour. And the good news is that it's never too late to get started. And I cannot agree more with that last statement uh, of this article. So guys, (laughs) let's unpack this just a little bit. Short article, but man, some some eye-opening stuff here. Um, and I think the the first one doesn't surprise me that much because um, I mean, and Amber, we we hear this all the time. We we talk about it all the time. Amber's one of my team members. She works with me at Roots Personal Finance, and and uh, even just working with people outside of Roots Personal Finance, one of the number one excuses on why people aren't working on this stuff is they use the excuse that I don't have time. And I think mm-hmm. the survey clearly pointed that out, right? I mean, if if you are spending 150 hours per year scrolling through social media and uh, you're prioritizing, uh, you know, again, your your pets, which I have nothing against pets, TV shows, plants, nothing against those things, right? But if you're, if you're prioritizing all of that stuff over and above your finances, but then you look at the statistics of financial stress and right now it's currently at an all-time high. It's the highest it's ever been. And yet all we have to do is just spend a little bit more time on this and it can make a huge difference. Well, it's just, I mean, Pete, I mean, it, the reality is, is, you know, it's just, it's crap, right? We have time. We have time for what we deem is important and the things that we don't deem is important to make our seals better. We just say we don't have time, like, right. So, I, I mean, I'm a hundred percent guilty of this when it comes to exercise and being healthy, hundred percent. 
I, I have a ton of awesome excuses about why I don't have time to do it, but it's all excuses. Cause then the reality is if I want to go check, if I go check my screen time on my phone or I go check my Netflix and see what movies I watched last. All right. You know what I mean? Like sure. there's a lot of time every week that is just being used up by that stuff. So I think that's, I mean, and so I'm, I mean, I'm hundred percent no better than anybody else. It's just finances is where I've spent my time, but there's other areas of my life where I'm a hundred percent. Oh, I don't have time for that. The reality is it's just, I'm saying it's not important. And I'm just using that to, you know, I'm going to make myself feel better by using that excuse if I don't have time. Right. Right. I think some of that comes down to fear though. Right. It's a lot easier to just watch TV or play yeah. with your dog than it is to face the fact that you might be in financial trouble. Absolutely. You mean, I, you mean your dog isn't going to give you the same type of feeling that looking at your bank account would? No, they're going to make me feel loved <laughs> and appreciated. <laughs> yeah. I, it's I, funny. It, and I just had this conversation with someone this week about this. Um, one of the things we talk about to have people do is print out three to six months of your bank statements and, and highlight everything and go through and find out where it is really where you're spending your money. And this person just was like, I, I, I just, I can't, I couldn't do it. I've, you know, it, I just make myself sick. And so I think, I think it's, I think hundred percent Amber, I think it is that feeling of like, I don't want to face the reality. Like I know what the reality is. I do not want to have to face it because it's just so bad potentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think there's also a part of it that there's that fear of facing it and seeing something bad or not being really excited about what you see, but then it's the, well, what do I do about it? Right. You know, I think, I think there's a lot of people out there who genuinely, they don't know what to do. Right. So, so what a lot of people really result to is, or resolve to is just is putting their head in the sand and just okay well it is what it is and they just keep doing what they're doing right um you know people are are people really searching for a legitimate resource to help them and and I don't and I, I don't think a lot of people are doing that I think they're trying a few things and like you know like we've talked about we've read on this uh, this last article that we reviewed you know again most people are kind of looking at social media for financial education and friends and family and stuff and and they might get a few ideas they might try a few things and you know throw spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks but you know I think I think that is what also holds people back it's the fear of learning what they're gonna find but also it's like I'm, I don't know what to do like you know what so rather than worry myself anymore about it uh, I'm just gonna just ignore it. And, you know, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing, you know? And I, I would agree. And I think, I think too, when you think about like, if you, if that happens, right, you, you do face it and you're like, Oh crap, I'm, I'm really deep. I'm really deep. I'm in trouble. Hey friend, uh, I'm in really deep financial trouble. What do you think I should do? Oh, we all have debt. Let's go get a beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, so what, so what most people will do is just reinforce that it's normal. And so then you just ignore it because every it's normal. Everybody's telling me it's normal. So I'm not going to worry about it. Right. Right. Or it's also the opposite side of that too, where you may feel the shame and embarrassment where you're not willing to say anything to anybody because you're on social media, you know, you're checking out other people's, oh, they just wanted a great vacation. Well, they just bought a car. They just bought that new house. Like, how is everyone else doing so much better than me? And here I am struggling. Well, I'm here to tell you, the reality is, is that the majority of them are probably struggling just like you are, right? And and what they're putting on Facebook does not truly represent their financial life. 
Uh, if it represents the payments, maybe they signed up for, but you you really got to be careful looking out for some of that stuff. So it, it's interesting though. I, I I know that we put the front up there. I don't have time, but Amber, you're right. There's fear. There's shame. There's embarrassment. There's this fear of I don't know what to do. If what how am I supposed to fix this? Right. Um, you know, I, I have other stuff going on. I just, I can't have any more stress going on in my life right now. And, uh, we tend to ignore it. Well, hopefully you find a podcast like this and and we're here to help people get through some of that stuff. Uh, the other part of this was this whole set it and forget it, you know, this auto pay stuff. And, uh, I'll be, you know, I see this causing a lot of trouble for people, especially as they first join roots. And, And this is one of the reasons why we teach, uh, in inside roots, we also teach in our, in our life without payments workshop is the five daily financial to do's. And if you want to learn them all, go check out the life without payments workshop. It's free. It's on our website at balance sense.com. Uh, you can check it out. But one of the five daily financial to do's is to be looking at your bank account every day. So you're looking for these auto payments because banks make a ridiculous amount of fees on overdraft or, uh, overdraft fees right now. Uh, some banks are starting to get away from these things, but they're still going to find other ways to make money. Don't get me wrong, but banks make billions with a B billions of dollars in overdraft fees for simply not paying attention to your checking account. All right. And your accounts. So if you got these auto payments coming out, you're not looking at your bank account and wondering what's going in and what's going out. And all of a sudden you're short, you're going to get hit with these fees. Like part of those five daily financial to do's is to get in the habit of looking at your bank account every single day, not just looking at your auto payments, but also looking at what did I spend money on yesterday? Like, where did my money go? Right. And being starting to become more aware of your spending so that you can start to make better and more intentional decisions with your spending in the future. Like, hey, I don't like seeing how many times I'm going out to eat every week that I'm looking back at my spending. Like, I need to start fixing this. I need to start packing my lunch or setting a limit or or whatever that is. Right. Uh, 51% say that they would feel more in control of their finances if they relied less on auto pay and three quarters don't want to rely on others for money. Uh, I would guarantee you that you will 100% feel better if you weren't relying just on auto pay. Now I like auto pay. Uh, in fact, a lot of my bills are on auto pay, but I also have a really good plan that's taking us years to get to where we have everything just kind of set up. We know exactly where our money's going, how much we're spending on what, and so auto pay comes in really handy. It's very convenient in that way. But if you don't have a plan, auto pay can wreak havoc and cause you a lot of extra pain and uh, a little extra, a lot of extra money in fees too. I hate auto pay. I can't stand it. I need to be in control. That I is interesting. I hate it. I don't like it. And even debt free, whatever. I nope. I don't want it. If I if it doesn't have to go on auto pay, it doesn't go on auto pay. So wait, you're telling me you still sit down and you will go online and pay your bills. Mm-hmm. Or do you, you don't write checks anymore, do you? No, no, it's just all online. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you do it, you do it manually though. Uh, yep. That's interesting. Okay. I hate it because I, I need to control it. If something happens, something comes up. Guess what? I need to move some things around and I need to have that control. Yeah. Awesome. It's, That's interesting. It's just how I've always been. I see. I have almost every, see, we're like, we're like the complete opposite. <laughs> I have, I have almost everything. I'm trying to think what. What don't I have on auto pay? Nothing. <laughs> Every bill that I have is on auto pay. I don't think there's one bill, even my sinking funds. It's automatically taken out of the account. It automatically gets dropped in the buckets that we have. It like everything, our investments, like everything is so it's just done. Like we we pay ourselves for the month out of our businesses. And the only thing that we kind of auto pay because we have to is like groceries and stuff and gas. Like we have to pay for that stuff. Right. But yeah, that's interesting. Right. What do you guys do? 
Yeah, I would say we're kind of somewhere in the middle. So I, okay. we do pay, we do pay, I would say we probably pay half our bills, you know, through just like online bill pay. And then I would say the other half are kind of set up for auto pay. I don't, I don't, I don't know if there's any real reason other than I've probably just been too lazy to put it on auto pay. I'm just like, yeah, just pay them. <laughs> yeah, just it only pay takes, it takes me five minutes. You know, it yeah. doesn't take me long, but um, some of them have been, you know, where we get a discount, you know, sometimes if we do auto pay or we might get a little bit of a discount because they don't have to send paper bills or things like that. So, yeah, right. So yeah, now that I'm thinking about this, yeah. So I, I would guess my the only things that we don't have on auto pay would probably be like medical bills. Like we just had the dentist last month. We just got a dentist bill yesterday. So like that's not on auto pay, obviously. We we but we'll do online bill pay, and right. I'll I'll schedule it out. Um, but yeah, the majority of the more majority of our stuff is on auto pay. So, um, I think you know, I think you could take advantage of auto pay if you're if you're someone like me, you know, who who really likes the convenience of that. But you you really have to have a good plan for it. Uh, as far as uh, the pandemic, uh, as far as pandemic debt is piling up for millennials, uh, 62% of people who've experienced increased debt during the pandemic have seen an additional $10,000 added to their debt. And uh, the reality is, is like when you think about this, if, if 45% of millennials aren't checking their bank account, when you don't manage your money, your money is going to manage you, right? Um, and unfortunately, it's going to manage you right into debt. And and if and again, I get that the pandemic added on a lot of on due stress. And I'm not saying like, even with a good financial plan, depending on what industry you work in and things like that, I mean, you still may have taken on debt. But the reality is, is that at least from my experience and the people that I've been working with and our Roots members, people who went through the pandemic over the last couple of years, the majority of them were able to weather the storm pretty well. Because again, they had done a really good job building their emergency funds, having a good budget, had really good control of their spending, had a plan that they could depend on. Uh, very much like Amber said, when something hits, like a life storm hits or or a crisis happens, like they were able to, um, you know, move things around, change things up. Like when you don't have a plan, though, you don't really have those opportunities. Like you are crossing your fingers and hoping we make it right. Um, so by having a good plan and paying attention and knowing what's in your bank account on a regular basis is going to help prevent a lot of those things. Uh, and then last but not least, you got to be intentional, like we've been talking about. Um, you know, I don't think that there is this set it and forget it feature. You know, like I mentioned, all of our stuff is on auto pay, but that doesn't mean like I'm not looking at my bank account on a regular basis. I'm not double checking that things are going right. Not double checking, like just all of it. Like we're always hands on. It's not like, you know, I start the month and then at the end of the month, I'm like, where do we end up? No, we're, we're actively keeping track of where we're spending our money, where our money's going. It may go automatic automatically, but we're double checking that it is actually happening. And I think it's interesting, you know, and, and, the, and the article's pretty short. It doesn't dive into it, but you know, you talk about set it and forget it feature. I mean, um, they talk about just auto pay, but you know, are they talking just bills? Because I think it's also like, and I'm, I've been guilty of this. It's always, it's also all those little things, you know, the Amazon music subscription auto pay, the, you know, we just recently bought a new printer and the old printer we had had a monthly subscription to ink. And so we would just get new ink when we need it. We didn't have to go buy it. Well, I got yelled at from the wife because she's like, we need to cancel this. It's only six bucks a month, but that's auto. It's an auto pay feature. Right. And so it's a lot of that stuff too, where it's like set it and forget it, but you still got to make sure you're budgeting for it. And that all those little small little auto pays that may be not just like a car payment and the biggest things, but all those other little things that you're putting on auto pay. Um, that you have a budget and because all of a sudden those can add up, you know, to two, three, four hundred dollars a month in all these little auto pays that you have going. Like, yeah, we call, we call that death by a thousand cuts around here, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. We, we see it all the time inside Roots Personal Finance. Yep. Great point. 
So as you get your finances in a better place, it gets easier. But uh, like we talked about, and the reason why we wanted to bring this article up is uh, there's value in being intentional. And if you're not intentional, again, these individuals saw $10,000 added in debt. I mean, these are the things that are happening. Like you got to pay attention to this. And yes, you can still love your plants and your dogs and and you can pick out what you want for dinner. There's nothing wrong with any of those things, but give your finances a little love too. And uh, they're going to love you guys right back. Hey, if you love planners, this is for you. But do you know why planners frustrate me though? Because they only get it half right. Now, sure, they're really fancy at helping you manage your time, which is really important. But where they get it wrong is money. Most planners don't include any financial planning. Things like keeping track of paydays, bills and due dates, spending, yearly expenses, budgets, cash flow planning, debt elimination plans, goal planning. And that's a real pain. Then you've got to go and create your own. And who's got time for all of that? So instead, what happens? Nothing. We ignore our finances even more and things only get worse. Well, that all ends right now today. I am so excited to announce the release of our brand new, totally awesome debt freedom planner. Now, before you say, Brad, I've already got a planner. Well, this is not your ordinary day planner. This debt freedom planner is a companion tool that works with your day planner to help you save more money, pay off more debt, and melt away financial stress. This is literally the tool that we've all been waiting for that works with your planner to help you take control of your money. So head on over to therealdebtfreedad.com. Click on the debt freedom planner in the menu to get all the details to order your very own debt freedom planner today. Hey, hey, what's inside? I thought this was a party. All right, all right. That sound means it's time for the celebrations of today's show. And today we are kicking it off with Matthew Clymer. Paid cash for a dishwasher. I love the celebration, by the way. Paid cash for a dishwasher and installed it myself. We'll see if we have to file an insurance claim next week when my shoddy work floods the house. Matthew, that's a great way. By the way, I, I got to just share this quick story. So, I don't think I shared it. I think I've talked about it. I was going to share it. This is a perfect time to share it because it, it relates with, with Matthew here. So when we first moved into this house a year ago, and by the way, as we're recording this, is a year ago since we bought our house. Um, <laughs> there was a, uh, uh, we had a little bit of a leak on our bathtub. So I, I went, you know, I changed all the parts out and everything. Well, when you, you put them, again, I'm not a plumber or anything, so I don't know the names of any of these things. Anyways, when you put the mechanicals of the, of the actual, you know, shower knob that turns the water from hot to cold, like the mechanicals on the inside. Well, there's like a pin, like you slide this little cartridge into the mechanical part, like the pipes that lead all this stuff. And then there's like a little pin that holds that cartridge in. Well, I didn't put the pin back in. So I tell my wife who's downstairs by the water main, I'm like, all right, Sarah. I was like, we're ready to go. I got to test it. Just turn the water on. So she turns it on and nothing happens at first. And I, and I, and the handle's on, everything's put back together. <laughs> I turn the handle on and the pressure comes out. It completely blows the whole handle <laughs> off of the wall. There is water spraying all over the bathroom <laughs> because I forgot to put the pin back in the cartridge that holds the cartridge into the pipes. <laughs> So, Matthew, you're probably not far off. If you're anything like me, it's good to have insurance just in case. <laughs> Anyways, we got it fixed. It works perfectly now, but it took me a few tries. That was always a funny story for us. 
Uh, Nancy Minaj paid off medical bills and my husband is having cataract surgery on Monday. And they told him that we needed to make sure we had a $414 for the copay. Guess what? Cash in the checking account, ready to pay for that. No credit card overdraft or emergency fund being used. That is amazing, Nancy. Huge win for you. Congratulations. Uh, Jennifer Foster, I paid off my smallest credit card and posted about it here in the group and got a bunch of loving responses. Thank you all for the love and support. Awesome, Jennifer. Here's some more on the podcast. Congratulations to you. Uh, Mabel Smith paid off my second credit card. Uh, I've got my emergency fund of $1,000. Savings is at $750. Got a $2 an hour pay increase, no extra or unnecessary spending on anything this week. Mabel, huge wins. Congratulations to you. Heather Marie made final payment on a medical bill. This week, I rolled that payment into my credit card payment. Awesome. Great, great job. Uh, Vicki Schwagel, I paid cash for my annual $151 car sticker this week. Awesome. Huge win. Way to save up. Pay cash. Uh, congratulations to you. And again, congratulations to all of you guys who are working your way out of debt and uh, reducing financial stress. And remember to get all the resources, show notes, and links for today's show. Head over to balancesense.com forward slash 124. And again, thanks for hanging out with us here today. We love your feedback and it also helps us grow our podcast. So please leave us an honest review. We read every single one of those. And as you guys know, the Debt Free Dad podcast is here to help you live a happier and stress-free financial life. So if you know someone who could benefit from our show, hey, please give us a share. We would appreciate you. And we will see you guys on an upcoming episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Debt Free Dad podcast. For more free resources to kick debt and financial stress, head over to therealdebtfreedad.com.